Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name is Kristen. I'm your host and life coach, and this is Modern Day Asians. This is Kristen, and you are listening to Modern Day Asians. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to be talking about understanding masculine and feminine energy dynamics for stronger relationships with yourself or with your partner. And um, you might have heard this before. It could also be referred as understanding polarities, um, yin and yang. Other people have mentioned that too as well. But uh, what I'm talking about is the two different types of energies, not limited to just gender, but rather than the balance of energy within a person or relationship. Now, the main takeaway with this episode is just realizing that if you embody both masculine and feminine energies, individuals can create that harmonious and fulfilling relationship dynamic. Um, And this really has helped me understand how I want to present myself to the world and gave me areas that I want to invite more of in my life so that it can show up better for myself and other people. Understanding these energies has also helped me understand what kind of partner that I want to attract into my life. And um, it was until I understand the basics of these two energies, the pros and cons, um, why an individual needs to harmonize the masculine and feminine energies that I found more um, peace, more calm, more clarity and connectedness to myself that really has changed the way that I um, show up and look for in other people. So let's do a big overview on what the masculine energy is. So we will start there. And um, what masculine energy, the polarity, what I'm talking about is that energy that and quality that refers to strength, assertiveness, interdependence, leadership, and Often in relationships, masculine energy shows up as being the role of the protector and the provider. And men who embody this energy is often seen as a person who is strong, who is confident and assertive. And they are comfortable with taking charge, making decisions, and are often attracted to partners who exhibit feminine qualities that is nurturing and supportive. One of the key aspects of masculine polarity is the ability to set boundaries. And the people who embody this energy is very clear about what their needs and expectations are and are not afraid to assert themselves into a relationship. This could be a very attractive quality as it demonstrates the confidence and the self-assertiveness that a person presents. Thinking about this quality and the Western civilization, a lot of leaders are or happen to be the men who make decisions 
on the way the world runs. Because you take a look at businesses and um, that men have been in the role of leadership for many centuries. And because certain men who are wounded with that masculine quality and energy can also present unhealthy versions of this to the world. So an example of this unhealthy style of masculine leadership is communist people's republic of china mao zedong still remains a controversial figure in china some believe that he is a savior and saved the country from jump-starting the industrialization of the country to be ready for manufacturing but under his leadership Millions of people have perished, families were destroyed, schools were suspended, and government institutions were paralyzed as well. So you have two groups of people who have two different opinions on whether his leadership was hero or if he was an evil leader. Under his leadership, there was a lot that was able to be accomplished. However, because of his lack of femininity on his side, millions of people have perished. So that is a, a strong example of an unhealthy masculine person who had great qualities um, that demonstrated masculinity. But deep, deep inside, there was a huge wound that wasn't a big focus and that is what's happening to a lot of men these days is that showing up in these feminine energies have been taught by civilization by culture that feminine energy is weak talking about feelings as a man is weak this has been conditioned and trained in western societies that getting in touch with emotions and that nurturing side of yourself when you are a man makes you a weak man. And that is conditioning that we have to be more aware of to try to overturn, to, um, to realize that feminine also has um, the benefits that it brings in into a well-rounded person. So that is an example of a person in history that has demonstrated those qualities. Another thing too, as well, you think about businesses and corporations, Fortune 500 companies, a lot of these leaders, executive leaders happen to be men because they've been making those decisions for so, so long. It's only until the last 30, 40 years where women have started to show up in the workplace. You're seeing more women in those leadership executive positions now. But for a long time, all those decisions were made by men. Think about the CEO of Victoria's Secret or some of your pop most popular female branded brands. For instance, Lululemon. Those are all run by men. And the point is that you'll see a lot of those masculine qualities as a core of what that company culture is. For instance, it could be the culture is based on competition. It is goal-driven. Um, 
performances on stock, really focused on the number um, versus giving back or, uh, but overdriving is always about top line sales, driving top line sales. And that is language that I'm used to because I work in that environment. When I am at work, I have to be more identified and show up more in my masculine qualities. And when I can balance some of those feminine qualities, it actually helps me stand out from my other peers because I have another layer of depth where people can feel like they can trust me as a trusted partner versus just another salesperson. So that is an example how I utilize um, masculine energy in a masculine environment, but also infusing in the feminine qualities that gives me leverage compared to some of my other counterparts. Um, so that is an example of, you know, how this shows up in, in the work environment. We've seen history over and over again of wounded men who are great at leadership, but all have very skewed up views, um, pursuing, I kept, um, testing my boundaries. I kept pushing. And that is how I got further in life with certain people because I was able to tap into that energy at a very, very young age. And so my work that I need to do is inviting more of that nurture, taking care of myself, the self-care, listening, pausing, listening to my body, listening to my intuition instead of being stuck in my head. That is my work to be in more in tune with my feminine side. Um, for men, this can mean being more open about expressing their vulnerability because maybe they didn't have a lot of opportunities in life to talk about their feelings, um, expressing emotion, because that is what Western culture has taught men to not talk about their emotions or express vulnerability. And um, another area is willing to listen to your partner and find out how you support your partner. So those are examples of qualities, great qualities, healthy qualities versus people in history who've demonstrated a unhealthy version of masculine qualities and then ways you could incorporate the opposite energy, the feminine energy into your life to create more of that healthier balance. And the split doesn't have to be straight down the middle. It doesn't have to be 50-50, but somewhere around, you know, the 60-40 or the 70-30 will help you find more of that flow and balance between the two energies. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is feminine qualities. And, um, you know, when I first learned about femininity, polarity, I just thought that like being conditioned like the rest of the world, that feminine energy was weak and that I thought my truest form was masculine energy because it got me really far in life. But really the feminine energy is very powerful and is often overlooked in discussions about personal development and relationships. This energy is associated with qualities such as being nurturing, um, expressing empathy, intuition, and creativity. 
And in context of these relationships, understanding and embracing the feminine energy can lead to greater emotional connection, intimacy, and fulfillment. Why are those three things important? Because every human on earth wants to experience a deeper emotional bond, regardless of how much they say that is not important to them. Humans are meant to be collective because your chances of survival of being alone is less than being included into a group. So we're humans are always seeking for that deeper connection, that deeper relationship. And being in touch with your feminine side is going to help you achieve what human, what you truly desire, whether you're male or female. And you know the saying, you may have heard this, but they say that if you give her a house, she will give you a home. If you give her groceries, she will make you a meal. If you give her a smile, she will give her your heart. She, as in the feminine energy, will multiply and enlarge what the masculine gives her. So seeing that feminine energy is not weak, it helps amplify what you already have, is a great way to look at why you want to invite the feminine energy into your life. Referring this back to, you know, some of the, the roles in society is woman has always gotten uh, maybe her references that woman's intuition if you were in a relationship and that feminine energy is going to be intuition and this energy often has a strong sense of being able to trust your instincts so when you relate this into a relationship they can sense a sense, trust, and confidence in, in one's partner. Intuition is a powerful tool that a lot of people ignore because they've been taught at a very young age to not listen to it. And if you reflect in your life, how many times you decided not to listen to your intuition and you didn't get the or expect the outcome that you thought. That is a opportunity area for almost everyone because we've been trained at a very young age to not listen to intuition. But women's intuition in particular is very powerful because, for instance, they're very in tune with their children. And if you can remember uh, the first time maybe you've lied to your mom and your mom knew that something was wrong or knew that you were lying, no matter um, how you tried to play it off. She just knew. Well, that is intuition. And, um, and that comes from that feminine embodiment, the feminine quality. And, uh, you know, and, and think about too, as well, how women have always been tasked to be like that caretaker or aware of people's feelings, being in touch with your feminine energy, you're able to pick up on what other people might need, what other people might feel um, at the moment to try to be able to uh, support everybody. And if we, or 
if you embody this type of energy more naturally than the masculine, you got to be, be careful about, um, setting those boundaries because as a person who is more, um, in tune with their feminine energy, if you continue to put others before you, you will drain yourself and empty your cup while trying to pour into other people's cup. So that is an opportunity area of being as a female to be able to tap into that masculine quality of setting those boundaries so that you don't deplete yourself trying to support other people. Um, The saying goes is that you need to have a full cup before you can pour into others. And that is one thing that I found myself at very young, um, at the early stages of self-development, how my role in my training, my programming has taught me to take care of other people before I take care of myself. So that is an area, an opportunity for feminine. Some signs of toxic femininity traits that you want to try to avoid is, for instance, gossiping. Um, And women tend to like to group together and they like to talk and chit chat. But one of the toxic things that I see on TV or television or drama shows is you put a group of women together and they just start gossiping or talking about other people are behind their backs instead of to their faces for the sake of um, either feeling great about themselves or to not be the topic of conversation. They rather um, talk about other people than themselves. It could be multiple reasons, but that is an example of being aware of toxic signs. The things that you see on TV um, is not healthy examples of of stepping into that feminine energy. So enjoy the company, enjoy the community that you created, but be cautious of the community that you join. Does this community have the same values that are important to you? If you happen to find yourself in a community that just gossips about other women and you're wondering if they're gossiping behind you, behind your back, the truth is, the answer is probably yes. So do you even want to be included in that community if that doesn't align with your values, right? So that is an example of what unhealthy looks like and how you can become more aware and choose accordingly make decisions that align with the type of people that you want to be around because community is important when it comes to the feminine qualities the feminine energy so in conclusion understanding embodying both of these energies is going to create a more well-rounded fulfilling life for you as an individual and also in relationships so if you're able to understand the basics and the differences between the two if you're in a relationship and you're wondering um, why the energy feels off the give and take the give and receive seems a little off balance. You can take a look using this information that I share with you and see if there's something else that you need from your partner or if there's uh, something that you need to show up more in uh, with either type of energy or trait and present that into the relationship to see if the other person will be able to shift into their place. 
um, very early on, I learned in my relationship that um, I kept attracting very feminine men because um, the way that I showed up to my showed up was that I was very into my masculine. I um, sounded, you know, I I probably would say felt and sounded very a lot more independent than some of the other women in in the dating pool. And it made sense why I was attracting more the the feminine supportive type partners. And so being aware, especially if you are dating around and you're trying to attract the right partner for you, being aware of how, what your energy you are presenting when you're on dates. Um, what is the, the healthy split for you? Uh, is it, you know, the 60... 40 split or the 70 30 or the 80 20 figure out how you want to embody those traits when you're on dates because that will help you um, be able to recognize okay can that person mesh with the energy that I want to be in when I'm at a stable healthy state what happens is if you're not aware and in my in my situation I was always in my masculine and I didn't know that it was making me tired. What happened was I needed to shift my um, split to 60-40 and the other person wasn't able to adapt to me when I started to shift those energies. And so our relationship didn't work out um, because things, responsibilities started to not be fulfilled and daily tasks where there was no commitment and and uh, things just felt a lot more unstable and it actually created a lot of stress on me because I was aware and I shifted but the other person wasn't able to adapt and so I saw this felt this big gap of uh, some missing balance that I needed to feel more stable again and that wasn't provided and so that's why you know, certain relationships won't work out. Let's go into what energies look like in a relationship. And that masculine partner is going to demonstrate the protectiveness, supportive, encouraging, and they tend to be that guiding force of a relationship. The feminine energy is going to be more about being soft, playful, Opening up and receiving is about that bonding, the connection, being vulnerable and allowing the other person to lead. So when you're seeking your partner, you want to pick a partner that is going to be the opposite of what your leading energy is going to be. Now, recognizing some of the unhealthy traits of this kind of energy for masculine energy is going to be that controlling type, the aggressiveness that's very competitive. Um... And for feminine, it might feel that, that they are needy, they feel really insecure, and they can also be manipulative. How to apply and um, healthy polarities into a relationship. If your partner is leading with masculine energy, let your masculine partner help and support you. So even if you don't need the help, let them help you anyways, and then praise them and appreciate their efforts to help you. Um, when it comes to feedback, they're going to want to take it very personally. So 
um, do it gently without trying to hurt their egos. If you are trying to incorporate more healthy energy to a partner that is leading with the feminine side, they usually just have some basic emotional need to feel seen, heard, and understood. So if your feminine partner comes back from work and starts to talk to you about how stressful of a day it is, don't try to fix. Just tell them, just listen, let them vent, and um, let them share their feelings. And then if they want to seek guidance and they'll ask. Hopefully that is helpful. Um, If you find this helpful, please like, write a review, and share with your friends who are trying to understand masculine feminine dynamics, polarities. It's a big topic now. I think it's the next big topic after um, attachment styles and um, but realizing and knowing how to incorporate this into your daily life as an individual in a couple will help you feel a greater sense in fulfillment in your life. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I will catch you in two weeks. I will be celebrating my birthday and so there will be a week gap but I will catch you the second week of April. Thanks everyone.